This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, July 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Senate GOP readies ag aid. Beef pricing probe could yield actions and last stop for landmark lands bill. Senate GOP looks to boost CCC. Democrats and Republicans are a long way yet from agreeing on a new coronavirus relief package, but a member of the Senate GOP leadership, Iowa Senator Joni Ernst, tells Acropulse the Republican proposal will include $20 billion in new spending authority for USDA under its Commodity Credit Corporation account. Why it matters? Well, USDA still has $14 billion left over from the CARES Act, but the department also needs the CCC account to make Farm Bill program payments to farmers in October. One expert who follows the issue tells AgriPulse that USDA might need the account replenished again before the end of the year, even with an extra $20 billion in the aid package. Now, for more on the aid negotiations, including new requests for aid, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. We also have the latest on trade issues with China, plus a look at the farm policy issues in play in a key Senate race. USDA, Congress may want to act on cattle market probe. A report on the USDA's investigation of cattle pricing practices is due out soon, and there will be findings that lawmakers may want to consider acting on. That's the word from Greg Ibaugh, USDA's Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs at a House Agriculture Subcommittee hearing yesterday. Ibaugh didn't give any clues as to what those findings might be. The investigation covers the impact on cattle prices of a Kansas beef plant fire as well as the COVID-19 market disruptions. Ima told South Dakota GOP Representative Dusty Johnson there could be several things that come out of that report that members of the committee as well as the industry will want to discuss, and there may be actions that the committee and the industry may want to consider as a result of that report. USDA plans third round of food boxes. Despite continued criticism on Capitol Hill, IBOS says USDA will soon announce plans to solicit bids for a third round of food box deliveries that will likely total $500 million to $700 million. Republicans on the Ag Subcommittee praised the program for giving farmers a chance to sell fruit, produce, meat, and dairy that might have gone to waste. Democrats, led by Marsha Fudge of Ohio, said the program has suffered from a lack of transparency and oversight. Fudge said a program intended to feed the hungry that fails to operate consistently and equitably for all people across the nation is unacceptable. Now take note, some 35.4 million boxes were delivered during the program's first round based on the invoices USDA has received. The goal was 40 million. House set to pass permanent land funding. The House is scheduled today to clear the Great American Outdoors Act, which would permanently authorize the Land and Water Conservation Fund at $900 million a year. Cattle and sheep producer groups unsuccessfully tried to stop the bill in the Senate, arguing it would give federal agencies free reign to acquire new lands. 
President Trump is expected to sign the bill, which is a win for two vulnerable Western Republican senators, Cory Gardner of Colorado and Steve Daines from Montana. The House also will take up a four-bill fiscal 21 spending measure this week that includes funding for USDA, FDA, EPA, and the Interior Department. The House Rules Committee meets this afternoon to consider what amendments will be considered on the House floor. Rural suicide measure included in defense bill. The House yesterday passed a defense reauthorization bill that includes provisions aimed at combating rural suicides. The provision, sponsored by Representative Anthony Brindisi, a Democrat of New York, would direct USDA to develop a voluntary program for training agency employees in detecting and managing stress in farmers and ranchers. USDA also would be required to convene a task force to assess the causes and best ways to alleviate mental stress in farmers and ranchers. Pompeo pushes for quick U.S.-U.K. trade pact. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo met yesterday with British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and Foreign Secretary Domenico Raab in London. Much of the conversation revolved around cementing a free trade agreement between the two countries. Opposition of the U.K. to relaxing European-style barriers to U.S. poultry and beef remains strong. But U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer is adamant that those restrictions must drop during negotiations. U.S. and British negotiators have already concluded two rounds of talks. The third will start later this month, according to Pompeo. EU and China cement deal to protect food names. The European Union has chalked up another victory in its effort to secure food name protections for its cheeses, wines, and other products around the world. The Europeans and Chinese this week finalized a deal to limit the usage of names and products such as Rofort, Gorgonzola cheese, and Prosciutto di Parma. The EU and China agreed to restrict names or geographical indications of 175 European and Chinese products four years after implementation of the deal. The U.S.-based Consortium for Common Food Names expects limited damage to U.S. dairy products, says Jaime Castaneda, executive director of the group. China had already promised to protect many of the names in the deal, he said. Bayer to offer carbon payments. Bayer, the seed and chemical giant, is kicking off a climate initiative this fall that will pay about 1,200 farmers in the U.S. and Brazil for keeping carbon in the soil. Farmers would be rewarded for using practices such as no-till and planting cover crops. Bayer said it plans to expand the initiative to other areas. Government, industry, and non-government organizations all have been placing more emphasis in recent years on the use of soil, specifically in agriculture, in the fight against climate change. Say it ain't so. No hot dog day for the hill? Today is National Hot Dog Day, which means it should be time and one of the more popular summer happenings on Capitol Hill. The best-known brand and hot dog set up shop at the Rayburn House Office Building Courtyard to serve up lunch to lawmakers and congressional staffers. But this year, that event can't be held due to the pandemic. Instead, 
18 companies will be distributing a total of 325,000 hot dogs to food banks across the country. Boar's Head, for example, will be supplying Mid-Ohio Food Bank in Grove City, Ohio, and Tyson Foods will be supplying food banks in Florida. Here's today's He Said It. They have been twiddling while America is burning in the resurgence of this virus. That House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, a Maryland Democrat, complaining that Senate Republicans have not moved quickly to pass a pandemic relief bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, July 22nd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.